0: Everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Retro Pop. You're on for pop, uh, biweekly pop culture every other week, right here on the network at bicbp-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and I'm alongside with uh, with my with old faithful, my partner, the uh, the the Donald Duck to my Goofy, the 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 Minnie Mouse to my Mickey Mouse. No, 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 no. I got a better one. The the Pluto to my Mickey Mouse. Mr. Johnny Townsend, Johnny, how are you, my friend?
1: When you wish upon a star, you get
0: this little
1: podcast here. I am—that's uh, how that song goes. I'm fairly certain. Uh, I am happy to be here. I uh, do love Disney, uh, so I'm very excited for this uh, for this topic, and uh, I have some strange insight on uh today's topic for
0: sure yeah it's gonna be an interesting one i yeah i grew up but you know just i've been to what well, we'll get into the personal history in a while but uh in a little bit but I, i've been fascinated with disney world for a long time and uh it's a place that's very near and dear to my heart so i'm very very excited to uh you know that we get to talk about it today i've actually it's it has it's been a under consideration as a topic for the show for a long time uh, but we want to kick off you know this episode by thanking everybody for for joining us into the new year 2021 um we hope it's a lot better for each and every one of you uh and, you know than, than 2020 was 2020 was pretty ruthless in hindsight and uh yeah. and yeah let's uh you know as you know as, as 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 human beings let's take what went wrong with 2020 and turn it to uh what goes right with 2021
1: Yeah, let's take in the bad and turn it into uh, the
0: good. Absolutely, absolutely. Without further ado, let us get into our personal history with Disney theme parks and Disney World.
2: Walt Disney, who will bring a new world of entertainment, pleasure, and economic development to the state of Florida. Walt Disney. May I also introduce on my left the financial genius of Walt Disney Productions, its president, Mr. Roy Disney. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Mr. Disney, this is the largest. All right. So let
0: me backpedal just a little bit. So last time we talked, uh, I announced that my idea, ideology behind this episode, the theme for this episode would be Disney theme parks as a whole. What I did not realize was (laughs) there were so many Disney theme parks uh, across the world, and that's something we're going to get into today. So um, I decided to kind of narrow it down while keeping the general uh, theme of Disney parks. But we're going to hone in on uh, Walt Disney World uh, for this episode. Now, Walt Disney World is located, it's the Florida run. Uh, It's the Florida Uh, One is not to be confused with Disneyland out in California, but uh, Disney World is a place that I have visited many, many times. I've been very, very privileged uh, to be able to do that for many years. That was my only family vacation every other year uh, since 1997. Me and my family would go down. It's been five years since I've been able to visit, unfortunately, Um, but tons and tons of, of memories of of joy. Happiness, sometimes sadness, little annoyance, <laughs> just a li- just everything, just a whole rainbow of emotions. That's what Disney World brings between screaming children and 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 happy children, and just uh, there's a whole lot that goes with it. Um, miserable parents, <laughs> miserable, miserable parents. Like, why did I spend all this money to come down here? It's, you it's spent a lot of
1: money to wait in hours and hours of lines.
0: <laughs> yeah i i really could de- like it could be a part of the Matt stats thing how much like i really like if you really think about the time spent in disney it's it's truly yep. unbelievable waiting three hours in line for a 30 second attraction <laughs> it's like watching it's... nfl football right <laughs> <laughs> or or hitting on a girl you know and <laughs> hitting it a... on <Yeah. laughs> my life story uh <laughs> yeah uh, I've...
1: I, I dedicate years, and then uh, thirty <laughs> seconds would be a godsend.
0: <laughs> it's my life story before getting married. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. No, uh, Disney World is—it's a wonderful place, and it's uh, unfortunately often, you know, with with conspiracy and in, in the way that everybody just hates everybody nowadays. It's un- unfortunately like the pinpoint and the epicenter of a lot of negative attention. Oh, oh, those damn corporations, those damn corporations It gets viewed like that, but uh, I think it offers a whole lot to people as well uh I can't put a price on the memories that I have, all the various picture books well, Disney could put that
1: price on <laughs> Disney could put that price on there for you
0: they certainly um, they certainly <laughs> could um yeah, you're not wrong, you're not wrong, but. It, <laughs> Uh, you know, just watching my family kind of grow through the years, like as we get older, it's a little sad. You go, I go look back at my the photo books from nineteen ninety seven, and like just how young and and how optimistic I was at life, and uh, I was pre my, you know, before my little brother was even born or concepted or anything like that. It's 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 uh, you know, I've it, Disney's been a huge part of my life. The Disney theme parks, Disney entertainment has been, but the Disney theme parks as well, um, have been a huge, huge part of my upbringing and, uh, you know, the childhood, that childhood joy, uh, you know, uh, Christmas, we just had Christmas, uh, a week ago, and it's always better when you're a kid. Um, you know, Disney can be kind of viewed like that the same a, a little bit. It's a nice call back to, uh, uh, to better times for me at least. Johnny, what's your uh, what's your personal experience with Disney, Disney theme parks, um and anything of the sort cuz you actually live a lot closer to uh Disney World than I do.
1: Yeah, um we're both east east coasters, but uh, it's uh, it's very strange. When I was a kid, obviously I loved Disney. I was well aware of uh, the theme park, but it was not somewhere that my family could really afford to go at that time. Right. So we never really went cuz it was expensive for us then. So
0: it is. I drive. never
1: ever thought it was a reality to go. So I don't even remember ever even asking to go. I may have, but uh, like I was, you know, I was happy to go to Pizza Hut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Mom, mom just told me that I never asked, so just there's your update. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I did, however, when I was an adult and I had my own job and I could, you know, pay stuff for myself, uh, I took a trip to Florida with uh, two of my best pals. A fun road trip. It was actually a very fun road trip. Uh, we went down there near, uh, we were staying with one of my friend's friends in Orlando. And then we had other friends who literally went to, they, I don't know if they still do this or not, but they would literally go to Disney two or three times a year. I mean, they had to, wow. they had to season passes and everything. So they would make, they definitely got their money's worth off. Oh, I sure. would uh, dare say they went so much. Uh, so what we actually did is because even then I was, <laughs> Since I was an adult, I was like, I don't want to pay that much to get <laughs> to get into Disney. But I but I want to see it, you know. It, it was always fascinated me. So what I actually did was uh around Disney, it's uh there's a place called Disney, is it Disney City or something like that? Downtown, downtown uh, Disney. Downtown, yes, yes, downtown Disney. This place. So I we went there. We met uh we met our friends who were there. We ate at a restaurant that I'm blanking on the name, but it, the food was crazy good. Uh we I walked around there and saw some stuff. It was the first time I ever got to go into a Lego store. I <laughs> and love I was that very Lego store. That. They got the Legos the Lego in the water, too? Awesome. Did they have the yes. Legos in the water, yeah. too? Okay. Yes. Yep. They had, like, a Lego serpent or something that's, like, coming up out of the water. And, it was, and uh, I was beyond fascinated with that place. So I have very fond memories of that because I was there with uh, – one of them was Trevor, of course. And oh, naturally. And my other buddy, Chris. Uh, and we had such a great time. This is just uh, such a fun road trip. And that was a part of it. So uh, that, that's literally been my Disney experience. However, I did at some point become fascinated by these YouTubers who uh, go – well, a lot of them will, like, go across the country and they'll just take a video of what they're doing and stuff like that. Yeah. But then they would also go to the Disney parks all the time. And I've so I've seen hours and hours and hours and hours of that. <laughs> Just them going on to Disney parks, riding the different rides, uh, seeing what it looks like at Halloween, seeing what it looks like at you know, at Christmas, just what all the different things they do, uh, and then it's just a fascinating place. Just how wild and and how immersive they really try to
0: make that place be. It it's it's absolutely incredible. It's it's really hard to put into words. Uh, I've never actually flown down there either. So me and my family, we always it, this was a this is a sometimes two and a half day road trip for us 21 hours 21 hours straight through we did we did straight through twice and it was absolutely it was incredible um absolutely <laughs> incredible um but yeah it's it, there's it, it's it's worth i mean i wish every i wish everybody gets to see it once i'm glad you at least got to see downtown disney because that that just it, it's it's kind of a little bit of everything. You got the big the the, the wide world the, the Disney store, that big huge Disney store there. Yeah. Um there's a lot of things to do for people down there if they can't afford the parks. But uh
1: it's uh But it, it also gave me an idea of just how like I only saw that small part, just how huge
0: the <laughs> level of detail it obviously is, is insanity yeah. that they put into every yeah, you think it it's really yeah. you know with, nice with downtown Disney. Um, the level of detail that Disney put the effort that they put into, uh, into all their parks is, uh, is absolutely immaculate. So I hope I get to come down there again and, uh, and see it soon. I have had plans to go and go down there the last couple of years. Uh, but unfortunately they've all fallen through And this past year was one of those instances. And uh, this upcoming year is another one of those instances. So uh, <laughs> I do hope, I do hope we get to, you know, I get to uh, enjoy and appreciate it again and, um, continue. I guess we continue the family tradition, but um, but that's enough of that. Let's head on to the uh, the history of Walt Disney World.
2: You can fly to a magic kingdom that's right outside your hotel window to Walt Disney World in Florida. On Eastern, the airline of Walt Disney World, the airline that believes dreams really can come true, the wings of man.
0: All right everybody so the history of Walt Disney World actually begins with uh with the the man mentioned in the title of it Mr. Walt Disney. Uh Johnny is somebody who can definitely appreciate him and his work. He was an animator. Um you know jo- Johnny's an artist for those who don't realize it by now and I'm not I can't speak too much for him but uh you know animators they draw influence from other animators and, and Walt Disney made a career out of out of doing you know stuff like that um the creator of Mickey Mouse I mean or yeah. Mortimer as it was going to be called <laughs> Mickey Mouse like this entire yeah. cast of characters that has you know maintained popularity for Jesus 80 90 years they're still going strong like it's absolutely um it's absolutely inc- incredible how how long they've you know, far they've gone. Um, but in 1955, 56, Disneyland opened in, uh, in California. And to much success, it was one of the, you know, it's not one of the first theme parks ever, but it was one of the biggest at, at, the, at its time. And uh, Walt Disney was looking at another possible resort because he did some math. And uh, realized this definitely could be put in the Matt Stats portion, but he realized that 75% of the U.S. population lived on the east half of the United States, east of the Mississippi River to be exact. And only five percent of Disneyland's visitors came from east of that. So there was a whole market that uh that Disney was missing out on. So okay, we gotta find a spot. There was lots of rumored locations. Um, I think. Maybe it's probably just an urban legend slash bluff, but uh, there were urban legends that Niagara Falls may have been a possible destination. That's probably just smoke that was blown there, up. There,
1: there was a, there was a couple, and and one of them included is going to be in my did you know those, but okay, uh, yeah, there were actually plenty of places that they looked at. at. There's, Before there, but, they settled on Orlando,
0: there's so much. There's so much, and obviously, they, I think they made the right choice. Going, you know, looking over Orlando, he flew over uh, this potential site uh, in November of 1963, and uh, he noticed, you know, the location to the Florida Turnpike, Interstate 4, uh, the McCoy Air Force Base, which uh, later became Orlando International Airport. The location was perfect, uh, but the interesting thing was that it was all uh, swamp land it was all swamp land. So what he wanted to do, his approach to acquiring the land for this is he wasn't going to tell anybody. He wasn't going to tell the landowners that what he was doing because, uh, they are, um, you know, they're going to jump the price up. All right. And, and understandably so they're going to jump the price up. If they know he intends to build a theme park over there, their... I feel like
1: they wouldn't even if they knew who he was, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> Disney, and they're like, oh, I can make some money off of this.
0: Right. Well, the thing is, what he actually, the, the interesting thing that he did is he did a, but he created a bunch of, uh, I'm not going to say they're fake companies, but, like, very makeshift companies that were, like, yes. uh, I, I'm not Some I'm, pseudonyms. <laughs> what, what is that?
1: Some pseudonyms, some pseudonyms, like Dr., you know, uh, like uh, Mark Twain. He did one yes. of them it was really him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which is true. It was, it was, it was, you know, they were just lesser known things. They'd be like, Oh, we're interested in buying your swamp land. And he, he got one heck of a deal on it. Um, a lot. It was various plots, but it was swamp land. It's like, who's going to use swamp land? Um, he, he was buying land for as little as a hundred dollars an acre, which is uh, relatively cheap, especially if you think about how Florida is now um, it's really, really cheap. And um And So there were suspicions. There were suspicions. There starting to be suspicions. Like, oh, who's, why, why are people buying, why why is all this land being bought? And, uh, yeah, there was a lot of curiosity because obviously, you know, news journalism, they want to get to the bottom of it. There were suspicions that NASA was building, um, was building something in, in those swamp lands. There was uh, suspicions of the Ford family from Detroit, the Rockefellers, Howard Hughes, and, uh, and And Walt wanted to keep it really, really tight. He wanted to make sure everything was in place. He had all the land before he announced it. so uh, so these people who sold him the land um could not renege and up the price on the deal. Uh, but eventually he uh, uh, a reporter just assumed uh, he's having a meeting, and it was really cool. and uh, this this reporter, uh, Emily Bavar, the Sentinel, the Orlando Sentinel, uh, visit Disneyland ver- during the, the park's 10th anniversary and ask Disney, uh, you know, uh, do you have plans to create another theme park in, in Central Florida? Is that what's behind all the, these these land purchases? And uh, <laughs> his look gave it away, apparently. It looked like he had thrown a bucket of, uh, somebody had thrown a bucket of water in his face before he denied the story. And that was the tell-all. And everybody knew, um, but he did, he got it. Uh, but unfortunately, Walt did not get to see his uh, his park come to fr- ultimate fruition. Uh, he, he died of uh, circulatory collapse from lung cancer on December 15th, 1966. Unfortunately, a uh, it was quite some time. I think it was yeah, about a year and a half. No, it was about a year exactly. Uh, no, Jesus, excuse me, five years before his uh, before his park actually was open. And when he died yeah he
1: had a yeah. he had a lot of visions too for that park he did uh, like he had some big 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 ideas you know, like he wanted one of the places looked like it was literally in the future, like if you know like a future city he even had i don't know if you're going to touch on this I'm sorry if you are, but uh one of the things he envisioned was an actual city like he wanted people living there and stuff yeah um that that looked like uh, futuristic and everything like he really wanted people to actually live there and, and actually live their lives there, you know, going about their businesses and stuff.
0: That's actually um, I'm glad you brought that up and we are going to get to that in just a moment, but it is, that's what Epcot is supposed to be. I'm not sure how familiar you are with Epcot, but, um, but yeah, that whole design was, was purposely made to like, it was, it was very futuristic like, but it was made to uh, you know, kind of shape the 21st century as far as urban planning and all that stuff, kind of look ahead. It was actually very ingenious. And honestly, I watched the video. Um, I watched the video of him discussing this before he died, his plans for Disney World. And uh, it was very reminiscent of Iron Man 2 when, uh, when Tony was watching his, uh, his dad, Howard Stark, talk about you know, the star- that whole thing where Iron Man figured out his, his thing. Whatever, He was just talking about all this stuff all the stuff that you remind, remind me very much like that um but yes he he was an absolute visionary uh and he had big intentions big uh you know big ideas that would you know just i guess increase enjoyment And like it he's often vilified for it but i i don't know it's 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 so hard um but his brother i think, nope, go ahead.
1: I think yeah go ahead yeah we'll get to his brother who's very important to this story but uh I think Walt is one of those figures in history who got so big that he will be both uh, put on a pedestal and vilified.
0: Yeah, <laughs> depending on who you are, it's kind of hard not to. It's kind of it's kind of hard not yeah, to.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of mythology behind him now. Um, some things are very much out of uh, left field for whatever reason that we should that I don't even think we're going to get into. We shouldn't uh, like some things that were leveled against him as being these certain things that he. Really wasn't right, uh, but uh, uh, but I think anytime you get that huge, I mean, he's literally an icon, you know, even at this time, uh, he's an icon of entertainment. Uh, I think these things are going to happen.
0: No, for sure, for sure. There, there's always somebody, there's always a, a, a group um, that thinks this way, but um, yeah, unfortunately, Walt never got to see this completed, um, not even close. But his brother Roy, who was uh, who was getting ready to retire because he was uh, Walt's business partner, postponed his retirement to oversee the, res- the construction of the resorts. First phase. And the first phase was magic kingdom. Um, um, uh, boom, boom, boom. All right. So uh, whatever they, they go in, they, they build and, um, and, you know, the first day we'll talk about the numbers and stats and stuff in a little bit, but um, you know, inflation, but the park opens on December uh Let's see, no, sorry uh, the park opens in September of nineteen seventy one it should be october october first nineteen seventy one and uh they they have a like it's it's really nice they're 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 trying to build around it, which is the most which is the coolest thing um they put huge like massive golf courses near the magic kingdom um they open up Fort Wilderness, which is a campground site um you know to kind of get people to kind of just have you know that experience but um but yeah so it opened up to uh much praise and 24 days after the park opened Roy goes you know it it was just supposed to be disney world just like disneyland was in california um but he wanted it to be called walt disney world in his brother's honor he goes uh, in his own words and this is quotes everyone has heard of ford cars but they have they all heard of Henry Ford, who started it all, which I think is a great like uh, I think it's a great philosophy. I I, I really do. Um, he's honored. Uh, Walt's honored there. I'm sure he's honored at all the parks, but he's a wonderful statue with him and Mickey Mouse. And it's 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 beautiful. But uh, only a couple months later. So Roy never got to really, really retire. A um, couple months after Walt Disney World opened three months. Uh, exactly. He passed away at the age of seventy eight. On October twenty, uh, December twentieth, nineteen seventy one. So, um, you know, there's been so much. We're not going to get into everything. This is going to be a very stat driven episode, but um, just, you know, what we'll uh, we'll save this. We'll save this uh, for the next part. So, um, but Disney World has changed. It, Disney World has changed. We'll take a look at the quick timeline of events. So, uh, nineteen sixty five, Disney announced the Florida project. It was never really uh, given an official uh, announcement until they were ready obviously uh in 66 walt disney dies of lung cancer 1967 construction at walt disney world resort begins in 1971 magic kingdom opens up along with palm and magnolia golf courses disney's contemporary resort is open as well as disney's polynesian village resort uh, and fort Wilderness resort and campground and then unfortunately that year uh roy disney dies uh 1972 disney's village resort opens 1973 the golf resort opens and this is a big thing too resorts are a big big deal because a, a lot of times you know families are traveling and it's almost like a monopoly a little bit but you get to keep people within your parks within the confine of your parks they're paying but you are given a, a, a place to stay too that's just as important as the experience of going to the parks 1974 discovery island is opened which is uh one of my favorite little pieces of disney lore disney world lore because there is a lot to it it was closed in 1999 and uh and there's many videos on youtube of urban exploration of this very abandoned place uh they just disney just up and left everything on this on this place 1975 walt disney village marketplace opened up uh 1976 disney's river country opened up and this is another one that was closed down i think they've only had really two parks that closed down, and it was uh, Discovery Island in River Country. And uh, the, all the slides still maintained after all these years. I believe that closed in 2001. Uh, Walt Disney World Conference Center opened up in 1980. The Epcot Center opened in 1982. That was Walt's vision of a futuristic um, futuristic urban planning and so much more. Uh, 1988, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, as well as the D- Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort opened up 1989 disney mgm studios opens up which is now known as hollywood studios uh it's probably one of the more fun ones it really it, it has the star wars ride there it's like a big i love i loved uh star tours that was one of my favorite ones uh did 89- they change that recently um uh, i think it's still, it st- it's still it's still open i think it's still open but they do have a separate star wars place which is, yeah, uh, they did update like the, the, yeah. the
1: Millennium Falcon and all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Yes. They did update Star Tours, though. They had every time you ride, it's a different experience. It's actually really cool. They have scenes and stuff from all six. Well, last time I went, it was just the six movies. They might have expanded upon that a little bit more, but uh, pretty cool regardless. 1989 also brought about uh, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, which is one of my favorite water parks, as well as uh, Pleasure Island. Which is uh, which is a part of downtown Disney, 1990, uh, Disney's Yacht and Beach Club Resorts open as well as Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin, uh, resorts who are beautiful, very high end. Uh, when I stayed at one of the, one of the resorts I stayed at, we got to do a ferry ride and we got to go past it. I was like, oh man. I thought I was privileged. Look at them, privilegers. <laughs> you <laughs> privilegeders! Uh, 1991, Disney. This is the one. Disney's Port Orleans Resort French Quarter opens up. This was cool because um, you got to take a ferry. Well, no, that was the '92 one, but you got to take a ferry to all the parks. The other, the other resorts, you could take buses. You get buses and and, and get bus to the parks. Port Orleans was right on the water, and you got ferried over to all the parks. It was incredible. Uh, it was the, let's see, 91, Disney Vacation Club and the Old Key West Resort, 92, Disney Port Orleans Resort, Riverside, um, 1994, Disney's All-Star Sports Resort and All-Star Music Resort. All-Star Music was the first resort that I got to stay at, and it was pretty uh, pretty cool. Wilderness Lodge opens up in 94, 95, Disney's Blizzard Beach Wedding Pavilion, and Walt Disney World Speedway opens up. Um, there's so, so, I'm not going to go through every single one of these, but these are the foundations um, of of Disney World and what it is today uh, the last major opening I would have to say was would be Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge that opened up in two thousand and one and it's probably one as in my older age it's probably become one of my favorite parks they have tons and tons of rare animal species there's a Kilimanjaro safari there uh, it's it's incredible. There's just so much to Disney World. But this is why this is the biggest park um, out of them all. They, they they really went all in on Disney World. It's so big, in
1: fact, that this is the place in which the NBA, the National Basketball Association, uh, this past year uh, in 2020, decided they would that's how they would continue their season after the COVID outbreak. is They would bring all the players, like they had hundreds of players and stuff, into this one area. And Disney was a place that was big enough. That would do
0: that, and they're kind of in business with Disney, so they, they are. Yeah, they got the ESPN pretty good. They got the ESPN place there. NBA does have a uh, a couple a couple things there. I think they have they got
1: those. a store now that they literally just opened right before the. Pandemic. So, oh Jesus!
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> so the time it was great. <laughs> oh boy, um, yeah, that sounds about right. I know they have a big restaurant in Universal too, so NBA very involved yeah. down there. But it's it's cool. There's a lot of Disney. Disney hosts a lot of sporting events. I know one of the things was there's a there's a, there was a high school wrestling tournament that they hosted down yeah. there. I know people-
1: they sponsor the Orlando Magic. If you see their jerseys, they have like a little Disney thing on Oh, top do of they
0: them. really? I did not know that. That's yep. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh you know, they do baseball. They do baseball tournaments, spring training and stuff is kind of down in that area. Um to my understanding as well. So there's a lot that goes on at Disney World. Um and its history has been ever-changing, ever-evolving. But uh, on that note, let's go on to the math Stats portion of this episode. When
2: you wish upon a star Makes no difference who you are Anything your heart desires will come to you Bill Sims, you've just won the Super Bowl. What
0: are you doing next? I'm going to go to Disney World. All right, everybody. There are a, There's a lot to discuss with this one. A lot to discuss with this one. I have a couple different sources. Uh, we'll start off with this one. Disneynews.us slash Walt Disney World Statistics Fund Facts. Uh, there's a lot there's 150, there's like 150 stats. In fact, this one, I'm just going to stick to the figures, uh, the numbers and figures. Um, so I mentioned that I would reveal to you how much it costed to go into Walt Disney world in uh, 1971. Johnny, want to take a crack at it. Do you have a guess?
1: I actually know this answer. Okay. Uh, okay. So do you want to <laughs> just say, I don't want to steal your time? I actually do know this. <laughs> no, it's,
0: you know, I, I asked it. I open, I open up the door. You might as well just go ahead and answer it. <laughs>
1: uh, when the parks first opened, uh, you could get in for a dollar.
0: That's uh, right. When, kids could, yeah. kids could,
1: adult Sorry. tickets. It were, was
0: adult tickets were three dollars and fifty cents. Yep. <laughs>
1: <See>? It's a <laughs> just a spoiler It's a far cry from that today.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh so that three dollars and fifty cents in nineteen seventy one is equated to about twenty two dollars and forty nine cents, um, in today's money, twenty twenty one money. Uh, currently, a day ticket, there's all sorts of deals and stuff, but a, a standard day ticket is about $116. So it has changed drastically. Uh, the amounts it cost to build the original Disney World was $400 million. So that is a lot of money when you, you take into account inflation. Um, so far, as, well, as of uh, 2017, $3.5 billion it has costed to build Disney World into what it is. So um I think this might be pre Star Wars galaxy area so there's a lot that has changed in 3 years. Yeah, and they still want to add to it. I think they want to do a whole Marvel thing too as well. That's um, to, to my understanding, yes. Yeah. Um how many tra- Disney World had 20 only 26 attractions available on opening day. Um which doesn't seem like a whole lot. I guess when it it's a the parks first opening that's that's kind of reasonable uh 10,422 people visited disney world on opening day and uh by the end of 1971 so over a 3 month stretch 2 3 month stretch upon opening 400,000 visitors had visited uh disney world by the end of 1971 cast members this is interesting so cast members they, they disney likes to use fancy terminology to describe its employees cast members is, is yes. another <laughs> phrase for its employees 5,000 in 1971. There were over 77,000 today in 2020.
1: So basically, for those who don't know, cast members, somebody who's usually dressed up as a character, they're called cast members.
0: They are. They are. They are. They most certainly are. Um, uh, let's see. They got the release dates open. Let's see what else. Yeah. Uh, the amount of land that Walt Disney originally purchased for Disney World was 43 square miles of land, uh, which is kind of cool uh let's see what else we got here uh disney originally paid five million dollars for the disney world land oh okay so cumulatively we were mentioning how he's just buying up plots of land five million dollars cumulatively um to eventually build upon uh yeah to, to eventually build upon that um uh, there's some other stuff, too. There's, like, there's so so many stats. But today, there's estimated about 48 million guests are estimated to visit Walt Disney every year. And uh, let's see. Disney owns 18, uh, 18 hotels. Their Fort Wilderness site has 800 campsites. There are 23,000 rooms through the various Disney World Resort hotels. Um, there are nine hotels on Disney property that Disney does not own. Which I did get to stay in one once. Um, of those nine hotels, six thousand rooms that Disney does not own. Uh, for shame. Di- number of Disney World guests that have used Magic Bands, which is their new thing, twenty nine million. This is their this is their new like identifier. It's like microchipping, but not really. Um, <laughs> thirty. There's a number for you. Thirty. You are never more than thirty steps away from a cash, uh, trash can in Walt Disney World. Yeah. Do you know why
1: he came up with that? Why is, I don't? I actually don't know the reasoning. All right. So Walt himself uh, was trying to decide how long or how far somebody would walk carrying trash before they would just toss it on the ground. And he went around walking and he felt that he himself would take about 30 steps before he's like, I'm just not holding this trash anymore. I am want to throw it down. <laughs> so he declared that they would have a trash can every 30 feet. So you are never more than 30 feet away from a trash can if you're inside the park. And that's why they do that. That's why it's also one of the cleanest parks out of all the parks because very that. That very and clean. Yeah. That and you cannot buy gum there. They you can bring gum in yourself if you mm-hmm. want chewing gum, but you will not ever find it for sale in Disney the Disney parks themselves. It's,
0: it is incredible how clean they keep it. But yeah, they they give yeah. little reason, little room for error, which is smart. Um, here, estimated number of plastic straws that Disney hand uh, handed out annually at Disney World until eliminating uh, them. About 175 million straws annually um let's see it took 52 months of construction to build disney world which is uh pretty cool walt disney world's annual payroll for employees uh, and i'm sure other you know factors uh, as of 2017 two billion dollars two billion dollars um Let's see. Mount Disney paid in state and local taxes for Walt Disney World in 2016 was $621.1 million. Um, here's a fun one. If you place all the ketchup packets that Disney World guests consume in one year, end-to-end, it would span from Magic Kingdom to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, well, wow. found- <laughs> <laughs> I love stats like that. some of my favorite stuff. Right? This is this is fun <laughs> stuff. Uh, yeah. Disney Animal Kingdom's Tree of Life is 145 feet tall. It's massive. It's one of the most iconic uh, design trees ever there's 300 animals inscribed to it and uh and at and at disney's animal kingdom there's more than 300 different animal species between aquatic you know aquatics uh it, it's it's literally one of the biggest zoos you will ever see um uh, let's see boom, boom, boom. there's uh, disney springs with there's 150 venues which i think uh disney springs Dis- downtown disney which is what you visited, about 150 venues Um, to my understanding and let's see average number of miles of lawn mode at Disney world. There's 450,000 miles of, of lawn that, that (laughs) their lawn maintenance crew has to take care of on a regular basis. It's, it's insane. I could go on and on about these, but I did one thing I did want to, uh, I did want to analyze, you know, with COVID and all this stuff, I was like, huh, you know, how, what's how much money like possibly comes through Disney world in a day. All right. Somebody did a rough estimate math in January. Um, he's a blogger. Uh, this is on Cura, Q-U-O-R-A. I, I just wanted to fig- have a rust, rough estimate because I've been there. Like, you spend a lot of money every day between food, uh, people who just do don't do the resort system. They just come and they park and, and whatnot that they, they have to pay to park. It's, it's insane. So this person looked at uh, 2015. So 20.5 million people attended Magic Kingdom. This is just Magic Kingdom, which is the most popular park out of them all, um, which averages about 56,000 people a day, which is mind-numbing. All All right. Now there's some guesswork involved. All right. The guess there's about $85 per admission ticket around this time. Um, you know, and, and of course, there are people with annual passes, multi-day tickets, stuff like that. So it's about um 4.76 million dollars that they earn uh, uh let's assume ten thousand cars park at 20 uh at 20 dollars a pop which is probably what it is all right at magic kingdom that's 200k that they earn in that and uh an average guesstimate all right average estimate of what how much people are spending a day so probably 70 dollars um per day uh, and this is not the ticket this is not the this is merchandise this is souvenirs this is food um it's uh it, and this is just average i'm sure there's people who spend way way more than that so on average and this is probably low balling that disney probably hauls in 8.8 million dollars daily and that's just in magic kingdom alone you put this across four parks and in all the resorts and everything it's it's absolutely mind-boggling um, how much money comes through Disney World.
1: Yeah, so. so they took a they took a pretty big hit. <laughs> I mean, we all know that Disney has plenty of money. Uh, yeah. they're one of the biggest companies right now ever. Yeah, uh, but they definitely took a a punch in the face. They did <laughs> this, yeah. three, three months pandemic, three months yeah. off.
0: They lost two point nine billion dollars. Yeah, three months. That's, in, that's that's insanity, but that's you know the, the, they you know, you're not paying employees. And, you know, unfortunately Uh, there were a lot of employees that had to be, you know, furloughed. Unfortunately, they did take a big hit in that, but, um, but yeah, I mean, Disney, they're operating again, at limited capacity. Um, You know, I get it to an extent, depending on what your thoughts on coronavirus, like I take it very, very seriously, of course, wearing masks and all that stuff. Um, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of completely shutting down businesses. So I understand to an extent, you know, it'd be a mass. I think it'd be a massive loss economically if Disney world had to close um, for those reasons. Obviously the, you know, everything, things are so different, but uh, I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot that there's a lot of thought process that goes into it. Um, But yeah, that's, that's a general simplification uh, I guess, if you will, of uh, of the stats of 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 Disney World, and you know, there's 12 parks around the world. Disneyland, there's Disney World, um, there's Disneyland Paris, and uh, uh, there's Hong Kong is another big one. Yeah. Uh, they're they're all over the place. That Disney found a way, and this is post walt Disney. Keep in mind too. So this is the this is the the real corporate machine of Disney at play here. Uh, they, they, they pick some of the biggest cities across the world and, and, and put <laughs> massive Disney parks uh, around them. And, and, you know, it's it's pretty cool, too, because if you go if you go to Disney World, uh, you, you will see, too, that even though there are parks over there, there's people still coming from all over the world. I, I was there in July of July or August of 2011, and it was the busiest I've ever seen that there was tour groups from Brazil, all all places, South America like Europe, everybody still comes to Disney World. It's, it's, a, it's, it's absolutely massive, um, absolutely massive, the, the amount of people that, that still shovel in there despite there being parks all across the world and, and probably closer uh, distances too from, uh, you know, for some of those traveling tourists. So uh, pretty insane, pretty insane. But that is a wrap on the Mad Stats portion of the show. Let's head on and over to Johnny's,
2: Did You Know? This is EPCOT Center. EPCOT Center at Walt Disney World in Florida.
1: Yeah, so I got some really interesting stuff, or stuff at least I found interesting about this. Like, one of those is, uh, so uh, there are a lot of American flags in the Disney parks. However, uh, most of them, except for, like, the major, the big ones that are, like, in the center or whatever, uh, most of them, like, that you see, like, on top of buildings and such, they never take down. And if you know anything about the American flag, it is required by law for you to – rise it up and to take it down when you're done, you know, like the schools and stuff will do uh, even when there's half mass, you're supposed to do that. That's all required by law. If you have a American flag. So how does Disney get around this? Um, those American flags that just stay there all the time, uh, they're not really American flags. They, uh, they don't have all the stars on them. So if you get a closer view of them, you will see that they don't have every star to represent every state. So technically they're not American flags and they can just keep them there all year long commies <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: all right so uh there's a lot of water rides at the park um one of the uh if you pay attention to a lot of those i can't remember i think you talked about it matt uh, there's like a jungle tour thing you can take that's on jungle a boat. cruise yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah and it's always like a really funny person usually is telling jokes as, he's, as they're giving you the tour they do a good job they do a yeah good they're job. Really- do but if you notice the water that the boat is on uh nobody's actually really driving it it's on a trek and the water is really dark and they did this because they didn't really they didn't want you to know how deep that water is it's literally uh, like i could stand up in it I'm, I'm i'm i'm
0: like six foot
1: and it wouldn't go over my head so it's that's smi- just
0: yeah it's it's pretty crazy like that's, it's smoking mirrors like that's how you do it yeah a lot and of mirrors. disney yeah. is
1: smoking mirrors yes yeah. uh speaking of which Cinderella's Castle, it's iconic there. It's huge, or actually you think it's huge. Uh, it is big. Don't get me wrong, but it's not near as big as you think. When they were building this thing, uh, they were trying to decide how high to make it. Uh, Florida and Orlando has a law that if it's like over 300 feet or something like that, uh, you have to put a blinking light on it because of aircraft so they can see it and stuff. Uh, Disney was like, uh, this would a hundred percent take away from what this was. If you had a big blinking light yeah, <laughs> on top of Cinderella's castle. So it's not that tall. So they actually made it way less taller than that. And how they make it look taller is the higher the levels of the building, the smaller, the actual brick looking things are. So that it's it's all an optical illusion to make you think that it's, um, much, much bigger than what it is, even though it is honestly still very big. Uh, the park itself that that you walk around on is actually the second level of the park. There's a uh, one le- there's a level under that. It's an underground level. Uh, when uh, when they were building this, Walt uh, one thing he had noticed at the other park was he had seen a character walking from one of the parks through another park that didn't fit there, and it really bugged him. <laughs> He's like that kind of really takes away from. The illusion of this part of the park that this character's there, right? And he didn't want that to happen at the new place. So uh, there's two levels there. The underground level is where all the cast members and such, and all the people who take care of the park and all that—that's where they can all kind of walk around freely, and you wouldn't even know that they're under your feet the whole time.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of interesting. Uh, I don't know if you're into creepypastas at all, but there's a lot oh, of interesting yeah. ones that stem from that whole idea. A lot of terrifying ones. I was like, oh. Oh yeah. oh yeah, there's oh, some, yeah.
1: there's some, uh, a lot of creepy stuff if you really want to look into it with with Disney places. Oh, for and sure. And I'm not just, and I'm not just talking like the haunted houses and stuff.
0: No, there's uh, you could probably do an s, I do an episode of History Creeps, spoiler I, host uh, yeah. Creeps. you could probably do it based on that. Oh yeah.
1: Uh. Okay. Um, I was going to say one of the places that they were looking at originally to put this theme park. Was St. Louis? Uh, there was. They went so far as that. There's even a blueprint that actually sold at auction at some point not too long ago. Huh. Uh, but of course, the reason they decided against it ultimately was it gets really cold there.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
1: And there's a and there's some uh, winter weather that happens there quite a lot. Something that uh, Orlando, Florida, doesn't really see. No.
0: Uh, if it rains, it, okay, uh, it, it it rains very briefly too. It unless oh, it's yeah, a hurricane. Yeah. It's it's very. It's astoundingly quick. Like we can get. Rain all night here, but rainy Disney it's like, oh, Same. it'll only last a minute, and that's it, all it does. It's insane, yeah, it's exactly. All
1: right, so, uh, in Disneyland, uh, the one in California in the early 50s, uh, there's actually, and you can actually go tour it today. They take tours through it. Walt himself had an apartment there, uh, it was above the fire department on Main Street. And anyone, anytime he was there by the window, he had a lamp that he would keep lit so people would know, well, Walt's here today. Uh, and since he passed away, they actually keep that lit in his honor. Like it's still Aww. lit to this day. They don't, They and you can go That's take cool. a tour of it. That's cool. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pr- pretty awesome. Um, one of the things you'll notice if you go down there is you will rarely ever see two of the same character. Uh, they wanted to make sure they keep this really immersive. Like I said, so you don't want to see like in one area, two Mickey Mouses running around, <laughs> uh, so And also, the Disney princesses, there's a lot of those. Uh, they have to fit certain body types. Uh, most of them need to be between the heights of 5'4 and 5'7, uh, unless there are even more petite characters like Tinkerbell who need to be between 4'11 and
0: 5'2. Jesus. Uh,
1: and also, another thing, I don't know if this is still... this. Uh, where I'm getting a lot of this is from uh, 2015, so this may have changed by now. But uh, one of the things is... Uh, forget about getting a job there if you're over 26 (laughs) they just uh, just
0: won't hire you uh, that's what they do yeah they they employ a lot of uh there's they employ a lot of college kids uh they don't pay them a whole lot uh but it's it's usually like like an interning experience it's normally what a lot of people do and they actually get free housing out of it as well which is which is which is pretty cool so i did want to i did want to point that out that uh but yeah it's, yeah it's a lot of college kids you see them they're like oh we're from this i'm part the, from this part of the world and this and that i go to this college it's, uh, it's a big deal there's a lot of kids that, that apply for this uh feel to, to go work there
1: yeah i think some famous people even did that when they were younger too oh i'm but, sure i'm sure yeah um uh, what i'm thinking of right off the bat is scott ackerman, who's like a big time comedian he has yeah. a big comedy podcast and stuff and uh he definitely got started there uh let's talk about club 33 do you know what that is matt
0: uh, i've heard about it once or twice
1: it's incredibly exclusive. Uh, you have to be incredibly rich to get into Club 33. It's also the only place that you can buy an adult beverage at Disneyland. Oh, uh, oh it's, Disneyland. It's, okay. Yeah. It has less than 500 members. But the other issue is if you want to join, uh, not only does it cost 20 grand just to sign up as of 2015, uh, the waiting list is around, and
0: I'm not making this up 14 years. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good.
1: I thought you were uh, about this, to say yeah, you had to this, give up
0: like a kidney for it or something like that. Yeah, You, had, you, had to you, give you might her. as well.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, so, of course, the Pirates of the Caribbean is a really popular ride down there, and there is a skull there that is actually a real skull.
0: I have heard that one. Yeah, yeah
1: that one's a real skull. Um, they use a lot of uh, scents there, I mean S-C-E-N-T, like smells and such, that they actually pop in themselves – uh, like the a lot of the rides have their own scents that they will pipe in to kind of add to the feel of it. Yeah. Uh, even the Main Street there has something. It's, it's something they actually called, and they have a patent on this, called the smell. Uh, the Smellitzer. <laughs> so if it you want to get the smeltzer prize,
0: that's what it is. It, it, it's amazing how, like, if you really think about it, if, if anybody's been there and you think about it, how quickly that smell changes, like the Haunted Mansion, it's like, uh this doesn't smell very Disney-like but that's what they do um and it's all it's all absolutely incredible it's just it knows how, they know how to really tackle all your senses uh when they're doing that's how in detail that's what i was referring to the detail that they put into these parks um if you're 10 years and under feel
1: free to dress up to go to the parks but if you're above that they will not let you in so do not cosplay if you're an adult uh, you won't get in <laughs> uh, they uh, apparently this is i found this fascinating until the 60s uh, uh guys couldn't have long hair or beards to enter the park oh uh cast members actually couldn't even have facial hair until the year 2000 uh so this <laughs> oh this is like i found really this is allegedly so we don't know how true this is but there is a uh a, a myth that went around i don't know if it's true that Justin Bieber himself uh, actually punched Mickey Mouse in the crotch <laughs> uh At what
0: at uh, Disneyland? So I don't Have know you seen how true that is. Have you seen him lately? He probably did it. Yes, I'm yeah. not one to judge by looks, but he probably did it.
2: <laughs>
0: what yes. a I would, I would tend to agree. Um, I almost tackled Mickey Mouse one time. I got I was, I, it was the first time I really realized how big of a human being I was. I went to go run up and hug him, and I was not. I yeah. almost put him on his ass in his mask. It was really bad. <laughs> you know how bad it is to be shamed by your parents when you're like. When you're like six foot at like 11 years old, like you gotta <laughs> yes, be careful with Mickey Mouse, like you can't, <laughs> you know, okay, guys. <laughs> All right, so, uh, there are, there are a lot
1: of real life cats that run around these parks. Uh, that's because they want to keep the mice away. And how do you do that? You let the cats go play, as they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, um, uh, oh, yeah, guests can sleep in uh, Cinderella's Castle there's actually a couple places where there's really some wild rooms you can stay I mean even more so now I mean you were talking about Animal Kingdom yeah I mean it's got its own resort that you can sleep at literally literally it feels like it feels like you're sleeping among the animals it's
0: yeah I've seen videos like the drafts and and all these animals can come right up to your window is the most incredible incredible thing and and yeah it's it's an experience for you certainly an experience
1: yeah uh, uh, Matterhorn Mountain if you go to the top of it, there's actually a small half-court basketball <laughs> there where you can shoot some hoops. That's cool. Uh, yeah, that's get, pretty wild. And get dunked on by Mickey. <laughs> 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 you know, he's, you know he's got the hops. <laughs> Gorge. Uh, <Gear> drop. <laughs> and actually, all of these parks are in themselves sustainable. And by that, I mean more than 30 tons of fruits and vegetables are grown each year at Epcot's land, uh, land Pavilion and used yes. in the resorts, restaurants and cafes. So they actually grow their own stuff for the they, their do, they, they have, have some really famous
0: fish hatcheries there as well. There. They have fish hatcheries in yeah. Epcot as well.
1: Yep. So there you go. There's your Disney theme parks. Did you know? Man, I think it's time for us to get into where these theme parks stand in today's pop culture.
2: Are you sleepy? No. What do you think it's going to be like? Mom says there's even more magical
1: stuff now. Okay, guys, back to bed. We're
2: too excited to sleep. Imagine how excited your kids will be when their favorite Disney stories come to life on a magical Walt Disney World vacation. You sleep? No, too excited. Huh? I
1: heard that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... It's almost immeasurable the impact that Disney World has has had. Uh well not just Disney World, but any Disney theme park has had on I guess the theme park industry and pop culture as it is. Uh you know what athletes. All right, here's here's something for you. Athletes when they win a championship. What's what's the like most famous saying that when an athlete wins After the a Super Bowl? Wins. Yeah. The Super Bowl, NBA championship, PG where we're, what's what's the biggest phrase? I'm going to Disney World, man. That's right, and it sells itself. That's how big it is. Yeah. you know they pull in celebrities all the time, and it's like it's 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 incredible. I know. I remember I went there after the Olympics one year, and they pulled they were bringing in Olympic athletes and like ever. It's the place to be. It's 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 the epicenter of 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 Disney culture. Uh, and and too, and the other thing too. I mean, you look at theme parks, other theme parks, right? There have been amusement parks, right, for for years, hundreds of years. Coney Island is one of the earliest ones, that um, I can think of, but theme, theme parks. I think Disney was a trendsetter in that direction, and I think it helped sell itself. Uh, Universal Studios came about. I'm not sure the exact year that Universal Studios came out, but it found a niche in honoring Universal Studios movies and putting bringing them to life with Jaws ride and and King Kong and, and so many other feature films. Um, and you're seeing a growth of that. There's Legoland. I don't think Legoland is a thing if Disney World is not a thing. And, and of course, you always notice, too, these, these places, they like to nest around Disney and, uh, and grab some of the residual, uh, residual people. World, like, it's, it, it, it brought – like I said, theme parks have been around forever, but having a, in pro wrestling terms, a gimmick – uh, for your theme park has, uh, I think Disney changed the game for that. Um, you have to like, I'm sitting here. I, I was just watching, uh, we did a episode of, uh, NFL history the other day for my show, the two point conversation uh, The the uh, commercials came up and, and we know he's a controversial figure, but Michael Vick, they had a, they had a ride back in the early two thousand or a commercial back in the early two thousands called the Michael Vick experience. And you strap it out. These are bouncing around like he's Michael Vick. And I'm just like, why isn't there an NFL theme park? (laughs) Why haven't they done this yet? And it's like, I have so many ideas now. uh, And it's like, but I feel like Disney laid the groundwork for that thought process to even happen, um, that you can turn any idea, any big piece of entertainment and make a theme park out of it. And it's constantly referenced. It's uh you know, it, it's it's a huge, huge deal uh, in pop culture lore. Yeah,
1: 100 uh, percent. I think you said it really well there. It's I mean, it's in our lexicon forever. I mean, Disney obviously itself is, but uh, but also the theme parks. I mean, you think theme park, that's probably the first one you think of is Disneyland or Disney World. Absolutely. For sure. If you're if you're in the uh, United States. Uh, you know and they definitely influenced other theme parks i mean there were theme parks before those that did have a theme to them i think there's like a like a uh, flintstones one and some other ones like that but nothing to the level of what disney did right. and that's where they changed the game i mean even here in north carolina probably the big theme park here is called carowinds and it's nowhere near the size of disney world but it's still fairly huge and they partnered up with paramount i think it was or one of those movie theater places and i remember going there all the time that's where we always that's where we would go yeah and riding the days of thunder ride you know from the <laughs> tom cruise nascar movie oh or that's awesome uh, <laughs> you get to get sit these chairs it's like an immersive thing and you're you know, you're turning around and, and crashing and stuff it was a blast i think it's a spongebob ride now but uh so they so like all these theme parks across the world, I mean, have learned from Disney of how to make these things and these places and these events, even more of an immersive experience for the, uh, for your, uh, you know, your customers who are coming in. Yeah. Uh, you know, even down to the fact that if, as soon as you're walking into Disney world, you notice all the ground, the, the bricks that you're walking on are red. And that's because Walt wanted you to have a red carpet experience when you got there, he wanted to roll out the red carpet, so to speak. And that's why they're, that color yeah i mean that's how much detail they put into these these and how much thought they put in this stuff Uh, so and i think that goes a long way and really influences a lot of other stuff like this and of course right now with the pandemic say what you think about it and stuff but it definitely slowed stuff down yeah according uh including theme parks for sure and the disney ones and they took a hit from it but you know if anybody can come back from it they definitely got enough money to do they they certainly can
0: they certainly no, they're not crying not. about the 2.9 billion that they lost with with another 2.9 billion dollars <laughs> just wiping yeah. it with yeah. million dollar Wipe bills 100 <laughs> percent. it'll be okay
1: yeah Don't, uh I need to shed yeah. much tears for them they're going to be okay they're gonna be okay
0: they're gonna be okay uh yeah so um yeah i think that's the perfect way to conclude this episode you know there's honestly, this could have been a five hour episode. If we had the time, that's how much detail goes into, um, to Disney and really giving you an immersive experience. There's tons of stuff online. Like we, with all these episodes, we encourage you to kind of go do some exploring yourself. We, we present to you a, a we, we try to simplify the, the overall picture for you and give you some cool stats and facts and stuff along the way. But there's so much, there's so much to immerse yourself in. If you've never even, like I mentioned the, the river country and all that stuff, like the, there's YouTube videos on it of people just urban exploring. It's really, really cool to go see in a, a abandoned Disney park. Like I, that's like, that was like one of those, those, the coolest ideas, um, you know, growing up as a kid It's like, Oh, what would it be like to be in Disney just by yourself? Like how yeah. crazy that would be. And you know, there's so much online, you know, there's, there's, stats there's there's hundreds upon hundreds of more stats than i we unveiled today there's hundreds upon hundreds of of, of cool trivia facts that we you know that johnny unveiled today oh yes yeah. it's it's incredible how massive this is and this isn't just to get to apply again to this episode this applies to all of our episodes so um so on that note johnny what do we have to look forward to uh, in two weeks Matt, I think it's time for us to uh,
1: boldly go where no man has gone before. Uh, we covered Star Wars. I think it's time for us to cover the other aspect of the uh, outer space pop culture and go for some Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I am going to do some Star Trek specifically since there's been so many series of it and spinoffs. I'm going to concentrate on the original series with you know Kirk and Spock and Bones. Uh, that's going to be my main area of concentration, but we will touch on all the other stuff, too, of course. So, so we're going to go to some Star Trek next time, Matt. And real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick before we go, uh, we want to thank all of you who have been listening. We had a really good year with this show. Uh, people who have found it. Phenomenal year. Uh, we, Yeah, we can't thank you enough. So very much a huge, heartfelt thank you to all those who download this show and
0: listen to it. Seriously. Uh, yeah, we – bi-weekly is such a it's a it's a different thing for for us like i mo- i have a show that's daily i have a show that's a show that's, that's weekly uh bi-weekly is different and we you know it's a, it's a different kind of animal but we're glad that we get to retain and we we've grown we it's been a honestly a roller coaster of a year um with listenership and 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 good more good ways than bad so um yeah we couldn't have done it without you and we hope we, we got to entertain you through this uh through what whatever 2020 was we hope we you know got to do that for you so thank you so much for listening as always we'll talk to you in two weeks for some star trek talk but uh take care talk to you next time right here on retro pop
2: Grocery shopping day. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Cashier. Hello, Mrs. Card Pusher. Hello. How are you doing today? Let's see what the old wife put on the uh, the shopping list today. Let's see what. Um, let's see. Number one, we got a uh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, that doesn't seem right. I don't. I don't think those. They sell those here. Uh, must be some kind of mistake. Uh, Let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh, boy. This is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs,
0: and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.